Hi, I'm Jess, a women's health enthusiast raising my family around the world. And like you, I'm a girl who's seeking solutions. And I'm Cody, a holistic health practitioner, functional nutritionist, and a period problem solver. Did you know that periods don't have to feel like a monthly curse? That's right. We want every girl to actually look forward to her time of the month because our periods can tell us so much about our health. It's time we start seeing our periods as our girl superpower. Yep, we are here to change the conversation about periods and everything else related to our health and happiness. Let's talk. Hi girls, it's Jess and me here again and we are back for another fun episode. And today what we are going to be talking about is exercise and our menstrual cycle. Mm -hmm. I know this is something that... All of us always want to learn more about, and specifically, thanks to you girls that write into us, I had several, probably about a half a dozen of you in the last week that have asked me to do an episode on this, and so Jess is joining Mm -hmm. me because she is the exercise queen of all queens, and we are going to talk all about how to do it right. I'm over here giggling. (laughs) I am the queen of all queens. You are the queen No, I don't know about that, but I am excited to go into this topic because this hits super close to home for me. Yeah. Um, And so I'm excited to kind of go into this. Yeah. I think it's really going to be really fun, empowering information for a lot of you. We've talked a little bit about this in previous episodes, but I really wanted to go in today Mm -hmm. and like get specific, like really tell you like exactly what's going on. Yeah. And I think it can be so, it's like a sense of relief Mm -hmm. for women that feel like they're in a health rut or a fitness rut or plateaus. So frustrating. Yeah. That's when I stumbled upon this information with you. Yes. And it was so, it like opened up a whole new world to me. Oh, I love that. And hopefully that will be the case for all of our listeners. But before we go into all of that, let's go into our favorite little segment that we love to start our shows with Mixers Girls Say. Okay, you ready for this, Cody? This is a fun one. Okay, we they're always put fun. Up, they're always so fun. I know every time we do these on the podcast, I'm like, this is a fun one. And it's because I think they all are, yeah. <laughs> are so fun. So we put up a box, tell us an in or out scenario. Okay, and then so we're like going to the tell game. you- I'm in or I'm out. Yep, That's what it is. Okay. And then our mixers girls voted if they would be in or if they would be out. <laughs> does which it give I love. percentages? It does. It okay, gives us an amount. So mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you the amount of people. That's fun. Would you pay $100 to kiss Zach Efron? And what did they say? I want to hear what you say okay. first. Well, he's a cutie, but I he is way too young. He'd That's what like, I think. Yeah. I'm like, for sure, If it was so a different cute. actor, then— Or if I was still, like, in high school how or much college. How $100. Like, mm. to kiss him. Mm. I wouldn't. I, I mean, if Make, it's a passionate what? kiss, no. no but, exactly. like, a little kiss. Yeah. I would pay $100— to do it as like a funny dare yeah. for friends and like have but not Ryan like a there get and down. totally yeah, no. weird. Yeah. But 1,000, not a get down, <laughs> you know, <laughs> 1,493 votes for I'm in. Okay. He's a popular guy. Yep. He's a cutie. 2,985 votes for I'm out. Really? Yep. Okay. Most of our mixers girls are out. They're out. Yeah. I'm surprised with that. Oh, this is, this is good. This is good because our mixers girls were very consistent with each other. Okay. Would you go on The Bachelor? <laughs> Never in a million years. Do I love watching it? Yes, I am embarrassed to admit. But yes, I watch it. No, I would never. And I know that this is from a viewer's perspective, uh-huh. and this is film, and they create the drama. Yeah, they do. I'm never impressed with uh, the behavior of girls on the show 
to each other. Like specifically the, the girls more than the guys because sometimes well, I'm a, the guys I'm just always it. like, is this so like the I guys think, can get pretty catty? No, too. they can too. But, but yeah. I just like as a girl yes, where yes. we're like, huh, I just feel like You're I'm like, like I'm come disappointed on, girls, we're you. better than this. Yeah, yeah. and I'm 100 percent sure that it's the show and yes. having them create the oh, drama because girls keep are so amazing. The people on there that are yep. the drama, which yep. you know that the actual Bachelor or Bachelorette would never choose that person. Right. But they somehow, they get chosen and get yep. a rose every single week. It's, yeah, it's totally, totally So planned. 557 of our girls said they'd be in, okay. which love it. They're mm-hmm. probably some of our awesome. Cute little single girls yep. looking for love. Love it. And mm-hmm. I would love to watch you on it. But 4,203 girls <laughs> said, I'm out. Yeah, that's a big one. You know, that's true. Our Mixers girls, if you guys do audition and get on that show, we know you'll be the nice girls. Yep. You'll probably win. And you'll you'll yeah. like be the girls. I'm like, yes, see, girls? <laughs> I will watch that. Okay, I'm going to read this slowly because I had to read it a couple times to get it. Okay. Would you live in a mansion for free with all of your exes able to visit whenever? So I, I I just for a second was like, didn't what? get it. But okay, so you'd live in a mansion yeah. and it's completely free, but just randomly an ex-boyfriend could show up at any time. Sure. I know. I feel like sure because I don't have any problems yeah. or like past drama still with my I exes. Don't it's like, okay, you're yeah, married. You have cool kids. And, I'm married. Yeah. I have kids. Ryan would probably get along with them just fine. Yeah, my husband We're secure be in our relationship. It. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, one thousand seven hundred and seventy-four votes for I'm in. Okay, two thousand eight hundred and thirteen mm. votes for I'm out. You know, okay, there could be like ex spouses yeah, involved. That that's could true. be a nightmare a little bit. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, and there probably are people that you wouldn't ever want to see again in your life. But yep, personally, I'm I'll fine take with the mansion. Yeah, I'm too. Take, yeah. Um, would you leave a high-paying job for more happiness at a lower-paying job? Hell yeah. Yep. Like, no problem. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I really love about mixers is like, guys, we make pennies over here. We're in startup phase. We're growing the company big time. I closed my practice. But I'm paid by like happy energy. That's exactly. I'm paid by still waking up and like loving to get to work. Yes. And I love that no one's like telling me how to live my every day all day. I'm I hope our employees feel like we respect them too. Um, I think they do. Yeah. It's a happy place. Everybody I think it's an absolutely it. happy place. So I would prefer to be happy. Um 3727 girls said they would be in, so mm-hmm. they would leave for a happier place. Okay. 713 girls yeah. vote for I'm out. So not surprised with yeah. that. I and think, they're probably super tough chicks that are fine with a yeah, little, a tough job. Happiness actually is wealth, right? And uh-huh. so I think there's a lot to that. Okay. In or out, have $1 million to have a year with the worst period ever. I am out. <laughs> How much money? <laughs> $1 million to have a year uh-huh. with your worst period ever. Like nonstop. Nonstop. Cody's in. I'm thinking about it because— but you're so tough. No, She's no, like, no, even no. with the worst I'm period— I'm not so tough. I've had the worst period for years. I mean, like, that happened for a couple of years where I literally was like, 
the majority of the months I was on my terrible period. And so for a million dollars, I could do a lot of good with that million dollars. I'm doing Maybe I would sacrifice. I sacrifice for you girls. I do a lot of good with that million dollars to help get more mixers into all of your hands. You ready for this? Okay. Okay. So this will put it into perspective. Okay. To have your worst period ever okay. yes. for an entire year, oh, man. every single day, because uh-huh. now I'm rethinking, <laughs> You're rethinking every this. single okay. day you would be paid $2,739.72. Uh-huh. I think I would do it. Okay. This is the thing though. This would be the deciding factor. Can do I have to function in the real world? Oh. <laughs> because that's a whole. Because other. I'm making a lot of money, can I just pay everyone? Can else I just to have everything? my really bad yeah, period? That's and true. you know, yeah. Okay, let's home. see what the mixers girls say. Because yeah. now I'm on the fence. I don't know. Oh, two thousand seven hundred and eighty-four votes for I'm in. Okay. Let's just all get together and have our worst periods <laughs> together, together for a year. Be millionaires. Think about the celebration when we're done. Oh yeah. 1,737 votes for I'm out. Okay. So I bet the girls that vote I'm out, they know what it feels like to have an absolutely horrible period. Yes, they do. And it is not fun. And when you're going through it, you couldn't pay me enough money to think I want to do that again. It's like, currently I'm not on my period. So I'm like, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. On my period, I'd be like, no, thanks. Yeah. No, but you know, who knows? Depends on the day you ask me that question, I guess. Would you go in a shark cage to see sharks up close? This is one of those <laughs> things where I really want to see a shark, but I want to be on a boat. Oh, and okay. see it from a boat, uh-huh. like a big boat, not like a like maybe we could capsize and be eaten. Yeah, like I don't care to be up. in a cage. I have the fear of the cage being broken, uh-huh. my limbs getting bit off. I would panic oh. as it's going underwater like that. I'm suffocating thinking yes. about it. So no, I'm I, out. I don't think I could do it. Sharks are probably my biggest fear. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even watch it, but just the previews of whatever that movie was where Mandy Moore was in it. Do you know what I'm talking about? And she's in a shark cage. And then somehow the the little cord that the whatever that connects her to the boat See, breaks. that's what's going to happen to me. And then she me. ends up down on the bottom of that's the ocean and she's being like yep. stalked by this. No, see? That's I, me. I don't want to take that chance. No, no. I'm out. Mm-hmm. 2,927 girls say I'm out, so we're not alone, Cody. Okay. But we have 1,670 girls They're that are into in. it. They're right. like, let's go. Um. Okay. Would you eat escargot? Yes, yes I'm in. Done it. But 74% say they were out. So that was 3,510. It's actually really good. It's actually good. Yeah. yeah. 3,510 girls say they're out. 1,214 say I'm in. The trick is butter. It just has to be completely covered with butter. And then it's you can eat anything. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're going to end on this one. And okay. I think it's funny. Okay. In or out. Granted your dream bod forever mm. without working for it, but you must eat only hot dogs <laughs> your entire life. I would rather work really hard and have my dream bod because I don't really like hot dogs I more know. than maybe once or twice a year. Yeah. Like 
if it's a special occasion, like at a baseball game. Or like a good yeah. barbecued hot dog. Yes, like the best like thing ever. every day. But other days I'm like, oh, I can't even smell them because, you know, they, they give you the gross burps too. They're, yeah, they I last, just got the chills They last actually. for days. And well, is and it like, you know, it? <laughs> you know when you like You'd go. have this hot bod, but nobody would want to be around you. <laughs> Sorry, what were you going to say? You smell like <laughs> hot dogs all the time. Yeah. You know when you go at a gas station yeah. and they're just sitting on that like yes, rolling rack, rotating. Just, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just like I don't know. Hot dogs are just a weird thing to me. They strangely what? taste good when they're like barbecued. It has to be and the have, right like, day, right setting. Yeah. Yes, but there's ninety nine point two percent of the time that hot dogs don't look good. Yeah, no. Me. So I'm, I'm out. With- <laughs> I'd rather like not have my dream bod, yeah. but just get it eat. I actually like working out too. I do too. So, yeah. That's weird. I know. But Okay. That was so fun. Speaking of working out, <laughs> that's what we're going to be talking about today. Yoo-hoo, that was such but a perfect I, Look at that segue. <laughs> segue. There we go. Mixers is a company made for women by women. Each of our products have been carefully and lovingly crafted to support you in all stages of your life, providing you with the optimal health you deserve. Each ingredient we handpick is 100% all natural, backed by science and chosen specifically to better your life physically, mentally, and hormonally. Each product empowers your body to take charge of its monthly hormonal shift and flows, empowering you to live life to the fullest. Let mixers take care of your needs from sunup to sundown, and you take care of the rest. Check us out at mixers.com. M-I-X-H-E-R-S. Yeah. So yeah, let me kind of introduce like what we want to talk about today because um I feel like this is something that whether you've learned this before or not, it's it's helpful for everybody because I know we've all tried different fitness routines, right? And a lot of times we we choose fitness teams or routines because we're trying to improve our health and our like our physique, get that hot bod that we were just talking about. But um a lot of times we don't really put the like our period together and maybe the per- period problems that we're having mm-hmm. and put them together with how our exercise routine is actually affecting them. So um so yeah, so there are definitely some workout routines that work well for women and then some that don't. And so that's what we're going to get into today. Because I know, I don't know if you're like me, but I've had many times in my past where like I'll make progress for a while with a new exercise routine and then I, it gets stalled or I like mm-hmm. hit a plateau. And it's so frustrating because I'm doing everything right. Like I know that I'm following it to a T. So why isn't it working in it? And I read about so-and-so, usually it's a man or whoever, but it worked for them or, you know, they wrote the book or whatever, but, and why is it not working? I must not be doing it well. So, or even just women working out and doing the same program with their friend. Yeah. And seeing different results. And one friend totally. Yeah, Yeah. completely for sure. I know it's super common. It's too common for so many women. I know I've worked personally with so many women who actually started a new health protocol, whether it was like eating paleo or they started doing like more HIIT training and things like that. And then they actually started seeing that their period symptoms and even just their body composition, um, like changes, like they, it's came to a halt and their period problems actually became so much worse. So we're going to talk today about why do some fitness routines fail women and why do many exercise protocols make a woman's period symptoms even worse? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So basically what it comes down to girls is that a one size fits all exercise plan doesn't work for women because women are biochemically different than men. We're not just little men. 
women need to actually adopt health-promoting strategies that are designed to work with our unique female biochemistry. So we need to understand how our metabolism and how our hormones like cortisol and how our calorie needs and all of that needs to change throughout our 28-day hormone cycle, which is what we call our infradian rhythm. Um, you know, our infradian rhythm is our second clock. It has so much to do with how we feel. Um, our infradian rhythm is the four different phases of our menstrual cycle, and it has a huge impact on how it regulates our hormone production. So in order for us to achieve the results that I know we're all looking for to improve our body composition, you know, whether it's to lose weight, to improve our energy, to have better moods, I, all the things that we do to help, you know, that we, the reasons we exercise. Um, also though, to erase period problems, which I get excited to teach people about because it has a huge effect on our, on the way that we feel when we're on our period. In order to do all of that, we need to understand and support the hormone changes we experience throughout this infradian rhythm. Yeah, and let's dig into why most exercise plans don't work for women. Yeah. Women are the biggest consumers of wellness industry products and protocols. So true. It is so true. Yet most of the research behind these strategies is co- conducted on men. Can mm-hmm. you believe that? I know. It's, it's <laughs> insane, but it's true. And it's important for women to know that. Yeah, and obviously our bodies work differently than a man's body. I feel like personally, mm-hmm. when my husband and I will be like, hey, you know what? Let's clean up. Let's eat clean for a few yeah. days, whatever. He's like, I'm feeling <laughs> awesome. Day two, he's seeing results. And I'm like, wait a second. Anyway, we and just we're doing function. the exact same thing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so frustrating. Women have unique biochemical needs that go unaddressed by exercise plans built around male-centered research. That leaves women to try different exercise plans, be disappointed, which I have totally yep. had that, like I just said, and then they just keep trying more and more. It's a cycle that causes stress, mm-hmm. takes a lot of energy. Oh, yeah. We spend so much money. I feel like there's <laughs> so heartache true. too. And oh, you're you like, just get so sad. Yeah. Disappointed. And then you're just going to lose your mind. You're like, yeah. why is it not working? Mm-hmm. So the fitness industry does have good intentions, but when different exercise strategies are sold to the public as great for everyone, mm-hmm. it can leave women feeling like it's their fault if they don't get the results they want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like those before and afters. And you're like, but why not me? Mm-hmm. Totally. We can start to feel, I feel like also, like we didn't try hard enough. Mm-hmm. Or like, I just need to commit even more to this program. Yeah. But really, lack of willpower is so far it from the problem. Nothing to do with willpower. Yep. It totally doesn't. I hope that in and of itself helps women to just go, okay, okay. Because I know that I was doing everything that I was supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So honestly, girls, the problem is that women all too often are just following exercise protocols that benefit men and they don't benefit us, right? Because a lot of times these protocols are actually working actively against our hormones and they can actually sabotage our health and fitness goals. So like we've been talking about, you know, as women, we're just biochemically different than men, obviously, but maybe it hasn't been so obvious in the fitness industry. Um, So when we approach you know, when we adopt these different approaches are designed to work with our unique biology. Like when we stop trying to biohack like the boys do, 
then that's when we actually will start to see results. So the key to biohacking our unique female biochemistry is to understand like what we've been talking about and introducing to you, the infradian rhythm. We have to work with those natural, that 28-day cycle. We need to match our food. We need to match our exercise to our natural hormonal shifts, which are shifting all month long. So when we sync our self-care with our cycle and we'll just honest, we'll just happen to experience easier periods, like less PMS, our our bloating, which is a huge thing. We get Mm -hmm. on a scale, we see bloating. That will get reduced. Our actual skin responds. You know, we have clearer skin. And, you know, improvements in our weight and our body composition, the way that we can see muscle, build muscle, all of that, that will all improve just by acknowledging our hormonal reality. And, you know, that's what it's going to take for us to finally feel and look our best. Yeah. And the reason that we want to talk about this is because I feel like it can seem overwhelming Mm -hmm. when, when a woman hears like, you're not training with your cycle. You're doing everything wrong. Start again. All the exercise you're doing is at the wrong time. We don't want anyone to feel that way. Right. Let's make this Being so easy. act, yes. We are going to simplify this, give you some simple steps. So, Cody, let's start with HIIT training. Yeah. It's so popular. It can be so fun mm-hmm. and so hard. Yes. So hard. But it's short. That's why I yes. like it. <laughs> yeah. But when is HIIT training effective and when should women kind of pull back from the HIIT training and yeah. not just exhaust themselves? I love this question because… A lot of times when we start first learning about how to work with your infradian rhythm, we kind of think, oh no, we can't ever do HIIT training because it causes too much stress. Well, actually you can, it's just, we want to time it perfectly. So, so there's a lot of research that suggests that women who are in their luteal phase, which is the second half, if you were to divide our 28 day cycle into two, it's the second half of our 28 day cycle. What happens is during this phase of our monthly cycle is that we actually tend to fatigue faster. And so um, during our workouts, and then we also just need a lot more time to recover. And so this is one of the reasons why doing higher intensity workouts during your follicular phase, which is the first half of your cycle, um, and then to save like the gentler movements um, like yoga and all of that stuff for the luteal phase is so much better. So we also know from another study that a woman's resting metabolic rate, um, basically that's just like our basal metabolic rate, it decreases. It goes down during the first half of this monthly cycle, during our follicular phase. It actually hits its lowest point one week before Mm -hmm. we ovulate, okay? So that's important to know. So like your metabolism, if you were to be in a hospital and you needed to have an IV to like sustain you, they would go based off of your basal metabolic rate, which is the um, lowest amount of energy that you would need each day. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. That is happening to us that week before we start ovulating. So doing intense high or high intensity workouts or hit during this phase actually is awesome because it kind of serves like a counterbalance to the slower metabolism. Okay. So we should do high intensity exercise during the first half mm-hmm. of our cycle. Yep. Because our metabolism is naturally slower during the first half and hit will train your body to speed up your metabolism. Yep. Yep. See, exactly. <laughs> this it, is how we can lose weight and gain muscle. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. And it's it's nice to know that you don't always have to be doing HIIT training too, because that can be exhausting. Mm-hmm. So it's just to know when. So like after you, you end your menstrual cycle, you stop bleeding, just know you're good to go. That first part until you go through the ovulation phase. So like about roughly two weeks, mm-hmm. go for it. So let's talk about restorative movement because mm-hmm. when would be the 
you know, a pro, not appropriate, but kind of like most beneficial time mm-hmm. for women to do more like restorative movements like yoga or Pilates mm-hmm. or just some of those like um, slower exercises that are still so beneficial for your health. Yes. I love it. And it's kind of like what we were just talking about. First of all, I'm going to actually just say, because I kind of forgot to mention this, any time of the month, it is a great idea to do strength training. That is yeah. the go-to everyday exercise. What we need to kind of focus on changing up is like, how do we do our aerobic type exercise and things like that? So the best time to do restorative exercise is during the luteal phase, okay? So as estrogen and testosterone drop, because that's what's going on during that second half of our cycle, all of a sudden our hormones peak, but then they, you know, during that second half of our cycle. So our energy for doing those high-intensity workouts also drops. And so that's not the time we're going to want to be doing HIIT training. And while a woman's calories needs actually go up during the luteal phase, mm-hmm. um, our resting metabolic rate also rises, and that's a good thing. So it's like we will want to eat more in the last half of our cycle, but the good news is that we're also burning more calories well, during that second. Well, and there's a reason yeah. why your body is saying, I want to eat more. Why we Give, have those cravings. Fuel me more. Yes. There's yes. a reason for the cravings. Totally. So like as you're, like I was saying, as your energy slows in the luteal phase during that second half of the cycle, what you want to do is allow your workouts to slow down too. So shift from the high intensity bouts of exercise to activities like, like you were saying, like yoga, walking, easy bike rides, going for a hike, those kinds of things. Not only will these types of movements match your energy level and you won't be fighting your natural hormonal rhythms, which is totally counterproductive and, and actually unhealthy for us, but you will be able to get better results too. So like if you experience estrogen dominance, which every single person that is experiencing period problems, which I know many of you girls are, you are most likely experiencing estrogen dominance. Exercising hard all the time really Mm -hmm. can backfire. Mm -hmm. So in the end, my biggest takeaway and something I've totally implemented into my personal life is that a woman should not expect to exercise the same every single day, day in, day out, super high intensity yep. all the time um, or never allowing for those restorative days and expect to see results. We can't be hitting it hard every single day and mm-hmm. have our bodies want to function with us. I love that. And yep. when you align your exercise with your menstrual cycle, you can finally look and feel your best. And I love that you can feel um, in like as a team with your body. Yeah. It's like your your body is thanking you for finally acting in like yes. a way that feels good for it. I know. I don't so know. I can't even describe the well, feeling. Like, it's the like, way I describe it is like how many times have you like I every Tuesday I go do high fit or I go do some type of high intensity and then some weeks you're like yes and then other weeks you're like oh my gosh I don't have the energy for this and I don't but I gotta you. push through it anyways and then you end up needing a nap in the afternoon and you're like why what's wrong with me well it's because mm-hmm. we weren't listening to our body and we thought we had to work out the same two you know thing that we do every Tuesday we got to do it every Tuesday so yeah yeah but then how can you create a sustainable exercise schedule that matches your menstrual cycle? also can deliver those results that women are hoping for 
and at the same time mm-hmm. fit it into a busy life because know. we know that women are so busy. And we like routine. And so I think that's the biggest problem for a lot of women is that they're just like, I just like to know that every Tuesday I do this. But it's really not going to be as hard as it seems. So that's why mm-hmm. I want to just really just like, let's just dive into it. The first tip I would definitely give you girls is that you know, in order to be able to schedule your, you know, or create a schedule that actually matches your menstrual cycle and actually delivers results and fits into that busy life, like you're saying, is to, first of all, just start relying on your intuitive wisdom. You know, the intuitive wisdom of your hormones that all of us have, because that is huge. If we could start doing that, it's like our little female superpower. We have this innate wisdom within us and we need to start paying attention to it. So one of the things though that we can do, like, is to actually just start tracking your cycles. You know, the first step is to know like where you are in your monthly cycle. Unfortunately, a lot of women have no idea. They obviously know when they're in the menstrual phase because they're bleeding, but then they don't know like, am I in my follicular phase? Am I ovulating? Am I in my luteal phase or whatever? They're just not paying attention. Easy fix for that is to just actually start tracking your period. Mm -hmm. And I just suggest using like a period tracking app. There's lots of them out there and hopefully you're doing it. I know we should. That'd be cool. I know. We sh- actually should. That's a world I have no idea about. But <laughs> but we could start looking into anyone it. Anyone <laughs> in the techie app world, reach out. <laughs> yes, for sure. Um, and then I'd say the next step is to just modify the type of activities you do each day. And then also, you know, we can get into a little bit deeper. You can actually adjust the timing of your workouts, depending also where you are in your cycle. Um, this allows you to play to your strengths. And then again, to get the results that you really want all month long. So I would just say start by moving HIIT workouts to the first half of your cycle. Let's keep it simple and do the less intense exercise to the second half of your cycle. I feel like that's just the easiest way Mm -hmm. to like put that. That's something easy to remember. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's what I do. I just kind of break it up into two different types of cycle Mm -hmm. and kind of just change easier or harder time. Yeah. Like I strength train. I strength train consistently all month long, but it's like, Mm -hmm. do I go on a nice walk and hit my, do my strength training or do my strength training and hit in, like get in some hit or Tabata or Mm -hmm. whatever. Exactly. But I think something that can be um, a hard thing to wrap your head around is actually how long a workout should be and needs to be. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we kind of can get hung up on this idea that like if I only have 20 minutes, then that's not enough. It oh, needs so to be true. an hour and a half or two hours or what, whatever mm-hmm. the, the time differences are. But what is a good amount of time mm-hmm. on average yeah. to get in for exercise? You know what? This is good news because as a former exercise addict mm-hmm. who literally exercised hours a day just because I, I felt was, like I had I to. I was there before right? too. Mm-hmm. This is what's so cool and what I've learned. So it takes about 30 minutes of exercise to actually burn through all the glucose that's in our bloodstream. That's all, just 30 minutes. So once that's gone though, what happens once we've burned through that glucose is that then our adrenal glands start to then pump out cortisol and to trigger metabolic changes that sustain our energy to help us to get through a longer workout. So basically, you guys are going to remember that your cortisol is our stress hormone, and it tells your fat cells to switch to sugar, and which is your body can use for energy. It's important, so we can use that energy. But while this all seems like a 
awesome way, a surefire way to melt unwanted pounds. It's actually not the case for women with too much estrogen, which I just talked about how so many of us are estrogen dominant. And so, you know, like I said, it's a super common hormonal condition. And it's one of the primary drivers of most of our period problems like acne, PMS, heavy, irregular, or even missing periods, you know, all of that. So when our body is overloaded with estrogen, which most of us have that, then the circulating sugar actually then gets converted back to fat, mm. which creates this whole vicious cycle. So you're yeah. actually totally working against undoing. yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if you've been suffering with period problems or you have suspected that you have hormonal imbalance issues, focus your efforts on just 30 minutes of exercise daily. That mm-hmm. will be like the perfect little point for you. And you'll feel good knowing that you're actually working with your body. Yeah. So let's kind of recap. So Mm -hmm. here's the different types of exercise we would recommend for each of the four phases of your menstrual cycle. And like we said before, let's get in that strength training, Mm -hmm. whether it's you're using your body weight or if you are doing dumbbells or some sort of pushing, calling, resistance. Mm -hmm. Try to get that in every day. It's just, it feels so good too. is our it is our organ of longevity. And for women, oh, that mm-hmm. muscle is so important. Don't worry. You're not going to bulk up. It's so hard. We just don't have the androgen hormones at the levels that mm-hmm. we need to have them in order to bulk up. Like, honestly, like I'm I'm doing bicep curls and I'm like at 20 pounds. I'm sorry. Doing 20 pounds bicep curls is not going to make me look like a man. Mm-mm. Instead, like if you just look at Jess We need to put a picture of Jess up. She is a big strength trainer. And I would never say you look like a man. You look beautiful. Thank you. So feminine and just have these beautifully toned muscles and strength training, right? Would you say it's strength training or that you went running? You know, it's the strength training. I've had times in my life where I am totally flip flopped. And I know there's a lot of fantastic marathon runners out there and super speedy people. And it's super fun. But for me, when I could find that actually focusing on strength training, listening to my body, um, exercising with my menstrual cycle Mm -hmm. was the time of my life, and I'm in my 30s, that I actually finally feel like my body Mm -hmm. is at optimal, like, fitness level because I'm listening to it. So I love it. um, The follicular phase, Mm -hmm. the week or so after your period, Mm -hmm. that is the time to do cardio. Mm-hmm. That is the time to get in those runs. You love running. And, you know, it is recommended to do this in midday when your estrogen will be lower and your cortisol levels will be just right for a challenging cardio burst. But that being said, mm-hmm. you know, if you can't get it in in the afternoon, right. many times I can't. Sure. Any time of day is great. Yep, but you're going to feel like getting in that good run or cardiovascular exercise. Mm-hmm. Ovulation is the time to do that high-intensity interval training, Mm -hmm. and that's when you feel like you hop out (laughs) of bed, can't wait to get all those burpees in and the (laughs) tuck jumps or jumping jacks, whatever it is. This is your time. And those are the times that the early morning alarm won't feel so tough when it goes off. So take advantage of that natural high I love it because this is a time where your testosterone is higher and you're just going to feel ready to 
go out and get yes. it. Yes. Yes. And you know what? That This is one of the best times that you can actually build that muscle. You know, for a lot of you girls that are like, I actually do want to build muscle. Yep. This is the best time of the month well, to do that. Well, and that's the phase for me when I'm starting to like try to do like PRs. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, not that you guys have to work out this way, but I'm like, okay, <laughs> sure, can I like lift five do. pounds heavier? Yeah. Because today it really feels like I could. This is and the time. those are the times. And then there's other types of my, or other phases of my cycle that like, I could. I feel like it's even hard to do like the lower weight that is yep. I'm capable of. Yep, so, and that's normal, girls. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yep. Um, the premenstrual and luteal phase is when you should do those restorative activities: the Pilates, the yoga. Um, keep it early during the first half of the phase, and then transition into the evening. You may still feel full of energy during the first day of, days of your luteal phase. Mm-hmm. So feel free to keep doing those more intense workouts early in the day. But if you start to experience PMS symptoms um, in the days right before your period, it's time to really tone it down and listen to your body and switch to those, you know, Pilates and yoga activities um, in the evening. And restorative yoga can be so great um, before you're before bed. Mm, I love that. And it helps to combat that moodiness and bloat and can help you sleep better. Mm-hmm. Um, this premenstrual and luteal phase is when I really like to just get out on like an enjoyable hike. And yes. it's not like a hike, like I'm going to go climb to the highest peak, push mm-hmm. myself to the extreme. It's like roaming the hills and just freely walking is yeah. my favorite in this phase. Good for your soul, mm-hmm. good for your body. And yeah. that is the perfect time. That's a time where we're very reflective and, and yeah, it totally works Yeah, and maybe works with those are naturally. the times where I'm feeling a little moody. Uh-huh, sure. And that's okay. But I it's realize once I get a good like walk-in, mm-hmm. I am totally fine. Yeah. Life is good and Yeah. I love it. So I like hearing, you know, everything that you're describing, Jess, is exactly right. That's exactly what these girls need to implement too. Um, Obviously, if we can just simplify it and just do the basic, like, types of exercise during the correct phases of the cycle, that's great. If we can go even a step further and try to even time it even within our day, that will even give us better results. So I know this is um, fun information. Hopefully it feels super, you know, empowering for you girls. You know, because what happens to our body when we start exercising with your cycle, the good news is that you can expect to lose weight and to gain muscle more easily, which I know can be so frustrating for so many of us. We're like, well, I'm doing everything and nothing seems to be working. And the best news is that it's sustainable. Mm -hmm. It's not this quick fix, do everything you can just to do it, and then everything falls apart. It's something that's sustainable as well. well. Oh, go ahead. I'm so sorry. I love it. But I've been in that. I want want women that are listening to this to understand, like, I've been in that grind mindset of, like, for sure, the every day should be extreme or I'm not going to see results. Having absolute fear of missing a workout or fear of how do I maintain this for forever because I'm so tired. I'm so exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you can't, you're barely even waking up for the next day's workout, let alone maintaining that level of exercise for years. If you can start to really unwind those like trapping thoughts Mm. and just trust the journey and really like dissect this menstrual cycle, implement one or, you know, the phases of Mm -hmm. your cycle implement one of these things at a time, start to tell yourself like, okay, I'm just going to change by allowing myself while I'm on my period to do some restorative exercise and start Mm -hmm. there. Yeah. Um, 
But I really, really challenge you women listening to this to trust this mm, process. That's the thing. You got to trust it. And unwind and undo some of those, um, that false information that we've been fed for so It's long. hard. It's hard to undo that. I totally relate to everything you just said, Jess, for sure. It is. It's all about just trusting it. But I promise you, girls— when you sync your exercise with your cycle, you will experience incredible results. And, you know, Jess is proof in the pudding right there, right? It's mm-hmm. really helped her. Um, you'll also, though, you know, you will deepen your intuitive sense of what type of movement your body wants and needs every day. And how empowering and awesome is that? Um, it's just so important. Our phases, our menstrual cycles are our women's superpowers. Mm-hmm. They give us so much information. We need to work with our bodies and just celebrate that. Yeah, and I think that it is a beautiful thing when a when women can realize how the information that mm-hmm. our bodies are trying to provide to us. They're trying to help us. Mm-hmm. Yes. So our menstrual cycles, all the phases, it's not meant to like be something we're combating our whole lives. It's a it's a wealth of information. Mm-hmm. It's if we're choosing to grasp it and work with it. And it's actually like a wonderful, beautiful thing mm-hmm. when you do grasp it. And it's a relief to maybe the previous overwhelm you've felt mm-hmm. with your health. I love it. Yes, girls, you know, exercise is important. It's a huge part of living a healthy lifestyle, um, but it doesn't have to be the same as what you see every other man doing or even your best friend. You got to just figure out what works best for you. So we hope you enjoyed getting some of this information. We, of course, would love to answer any of your questions. If you have any other questions, please send them in. You can um, message us on DMs through our social media at Mixers, or you can even down below, if you go look in the show notes of this episode, we actually have a really cool feature called SpeakPipe, and it's a way for you to leave a voice message for us. We'd love to hear that, and we could actually even use maybe possibly your voice on one of our episodes. It would be really fun to answer your questions that way. So do that. Please, you girls, share this information. We need mm-hmm. to know. Like, enough of this, like, run around, you know, getting nowhere kind of thing mm-hmm. when it comes to our exercise. Share all this information with the girls that you love in your life. Share it with your friends in your group fitness classes. Yeah, create. Share this episode yes. and be like, you guys, what? Let's do Should this. Should we do this? Let's and do this. work on it together. And you can still work out together and yep. do fun things. And you're like opening up a whole new level of fitness for you and your friends if you're sharing the information. You're going to feel freaking amazing. So anyways, with that, we hope you guys enjoy your workouts this week. We can't hear, you know, can't wait to hear how they all feel for you and if you feel differently by following along with the different phases of your cycle. So thank you so much, Jess. I loved hearing about your personal, you know, strategies with this because I feel like you are such an expert and I can't wait for us to all get back together again and party next Tuesday. You guys, we're going to have another fun episode. So tune in next Tuesday and until then have a fabulous week. We sure love you. Bye. Bye.